0: And we are back on the lift. It is going to be an exciting all-Mount Bachelor episode. Hey, ma'am, what do you think of this summit chair? It's a really long line right now. Have you skied it yet? Just once. We're going to try the backside next. Did you go down Beverly Hills, the run that's groomed all the way down the front? I did. It was very fun. Really, you, you've got some uh, Mindbender 98s. How'd those things work on the... Beverly Hills run.
1: They worked all right. I'm going to be more excited to use them on the backside.
0: All right.
2: Till then. Thank you for listening to On The Lift Podcast, a runaway dumpster production. Live from Greenwater Studios, this is On The Lift Podcast, your weekly show that is ultimately about skiing. This is the show that ducks the rope, earns some turns, dances in ski boots, poaches, hot tubs, closes the bar, and still makes it on the first chair. Here's your hosts, two dudes who rip the pow, shred the gnar, and tell the tales, Lance Hester and Michael Gore.
1: And we're back on the lift. Hey there, Mike. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, I have been uh, sitting here ready to build an arc in the Northwest because it's been raining nonstop. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of that was snow, a lot wasn't.
0: Yeah, most wasn't, it sounds yeah. like. I've yeah. Well, I um. So, yeah, I mean, I, as, as the intro to the show said, I was, uh, we're, we're talking about Bachelor and the reason we're talking about Mount Bachelor in Bend, Oregon is because I was down there from... Uh, well, we'll call it early Saturday morning, but you know, left Friday later than I than than maybe we had imagined. But at any rate, through the course of the weekend, three days of Bachelor and and so yeah, I have been up recently and it wasn't uh amidst the massive amounts of
1: rain that have been here in the in the Seattle area. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Bachelor and resorts other than the Cascades is you tend to get precipitation in the form of snow in the winter which is nice yeah, instead right. of instead of uh, our atmospheric river and
0: that's atmospheric river and, yeah uh, it tends to stick around in some of these uh
1: slightly more eastern and maybe southern parts of the cascades yeah bachelor's an interesting one because it's uh it, it just you know driving up to it it's just this big volcano and you feel like it's in the middle of the desert. It's so exposed. Yeah. But it also, just the sheer size of it, it's a pretty imposing mountain as you're driving up. So. Um, well,
0: their their website boldly proclaims that it's the
1: sixth largest ski resort in the U.S. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I believe that 100% because I just recently, within like the past two months, walked up and down that mountain.
0: So You did.
1: Yeah. Uh, cool. We had a, uh, a little very small corporate meeting event thing that I went to following all guidelines based on the... (laughs) Must have been
0: very small because you've talked about some big ones in DC and other places (laughs) in the past.
1: (laughs) It was, yeah, this was much different than than anything that I've been to before. But uh, long story short, we decided to kind of get outside and do a hike since, uh, you know, or we're in Bend or in the, the, the mountain country. And yeah so a coworker said well uh, bachelor's a great hike so yeah we literally parked in the parking lot walked up all the way to the very peak and uh i will say if you're up there in the summer it's a it's a decent hike it's an awesome view from up there um you kind of follow the mountain bike trails so it was cool to check out some of the mountain bike trails and oh yeah berms and jumps and all the features that they had set up there and then you kind of get into just this big giant um I heard it described when I was climbing Mount Adams one time when I got to the top, there was a, another guy there too. And a guy in our group had come like all the way from Ohio. And he was like, so you came all the way to Washington to climb the world's tallest pile of kitty of, uh, litter. And, and that's kind of what it, you know, what it feels wow. like up there. it's just like, so I can speak, <laughs> I could speak to the granular nature of the, um, of the sub snow terrain up there well that's and, good timing so it
0: sounds like you were there before it snowed so you got the dry yep. view of it and a few months later i'm there after it snowed and so we got like this complete vision and and view
1: of the mountain that our listeners are gonna love to hear about yeah and i think one of the cool things about it is the town of bend um yeah and sun river you know it's within striking distance of a lot of major metropolitan areas out west here and just a great vibe in Bend. Um,
0: yeah, well, really let's cool talk about that a little restaurant. bit first before we get into the mountain. Um, when, so if, if listeners are interested in skiing Mount Bachelor, there's, there's basically three little regions you can stay. One is the main kind of resort area south of Bend called Sun River. And uh, if you aren't familiar with it, it's an absolutely spectacular resort. It's been there since the late 60s. And um, then there's Bend, the city itself. And then there's that sort of end of the seventh mountain. And there's a couple kind of m- micro communities between Bend and the mountain, you know, where the chairlifts are. But what, what Mount Bachelor doesn't have is ski in, ski out or on the mountain accommodations at all. Nothing at all. I guess unless you're like maybe a ski patrolman and have some, you know, sort of secret stash place under a desk somewhere with a, you know, a sleeping bag or something, but, but otherwise there's nothing on the mountain. So, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it can be, um, one of the greatest family resorts that anyone could imagine because of the variety of terrain, but it's also, you know, got its own logistical concerns in case someone in your party is not a skier.
1: Yes, you're definitely committed for the day when you when you head up there. It's not like you know some of these resorts where you can kind of split up your party and you know make a few laps and then meet at the lodge and that sort of thing. Um, you're in it for the day. From what I understand now, too, there's also parking. Yes, requirements up there. So you know, like skiing anywhere, you've got to take that into account. And um, you know, we're actually planning a trip. We've got the kids have a, a break coming up in February and just been going through the list and it's like, okay, Sun Valley. Yeah. Eh, so much of Sun Valley is, is we won't be able to enjoy. Cause you can't go to the pioneer steak, you know, the pioneer, yeah. you know, you can't, there's a lot. It's like, I don't want to spend all that time and effort getting out there to not experience the full thing at this point in time um, yeah, to have so take then, out
0: pizza every single night. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. So then, you know, white pass. Well, Okay, There's an RV space available. Let me rent a trailer, yada, yada, yada. Nothing in Packwood. Everything's booked up. So, yeah. you know, Sun River has plenty of availability. They've got lots of great houses you can rent um, that will allow you to have pets, for example. The houses typically have hot tubs in them, you know, they're yeah. and they're, they're fairly reasonable for a family vacation. Uh, Sun River's nice too because you've got snow there pretty reliably. It's a little bit higher than Bend. Okay. So, you know, there's always snow. So there's a lot of activities you can do around Sun River itself. So, you know, all of those reasons kind of speak to, yeah, maybe Sun River is the place we're going to go for this trip. I think it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So, um, but I need. sounds like I need to do some planning then so we don't get up there and have a situation where we can't park. Now, are those tied to tickets or is it just... Well, yeah, let's talk about parking. Yeah, how Um, do they they manage that? So here's the
0: deal with parking. This year with the COVID-19 restrictions, the way that Mount Bachelor has um, addressed keeping attendance manageable and keeping the disease from spreading is they have limited parking to reservations only, and that's seven days a week. They have a formula. You can go on their website. I think you can get book up to like 14 days at a time, seven at a certain interval and seven at another okay. interval. But whatever, it's hard to get parking. Um, we were there for three days. We started trying to get parking a month ago and nothing has been available. I think we tried probably every day checking on the little um, the little app that they have available. And since we're talking about that, I'll tell you, load up on your phone an app called ParkWiz. um go go to uh go to their web page and they'll talk about it about parking reservations you click on the parking reservations and then they tell you the app to get and then that app you just select the date and the date will tell you whether there's anything available or not there's it's kind of like what we talked about with the icon pass and and um, reservations at crystal mountain um a day before and the morning of they'll free up reservations from people who, you know, let them know they're not coming. Okay. So again, this is where, you know, I have that opinion that, and and you mentioned like there should be a deposit or a non refundable yeah, deposit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Cause supply and demand has a way of weeding out, you know, the, the looky-loos and the people who are just, you know, taking up space who really don't intend to be there. So um, we were there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Monday was the only day that we were able to get a parking pass. I got it at like six thirty in the morning. Okay. Um, and it was free, but you know, you got to register and do all that yeah. stuff and associate a credit card with a $0 parking fee for some reason. But, but so, so what you do is they have this thing, the Mount bachelor shuttle and there's a, the Mount bachelor park and ride right in bend on the same, you know, century drive or whatever it's called that, that turns into whatever the highway that takes you up to, to the mountain. It's about, um, the hotel I stayed in was about 16 miles from the mountain. So I had to go back the other direction It's probably 18 to 20 miles from the mountain total. So not the world's longest commute. That part's no big deal, but they're limiting each bus to 19 people. Okay. And it's kind of like getting on the chairlift in, you know, in Europe, you know, if you've skied there, there's no, you know, guys standing there saying, all right, next row out, you know, it's like a yeah. free for all. Right. And Just so skis. they don't control the line getting into the bus. And so um, we had this little tandem system where, where Kristen would take my phone that had the tickets on the app and she'd go up as soon as the bus came, you know, as close to the, the door as she could. And I'd go to the back with the skis and jam them in there. And then what you would see on a bus once it got filled was that the driver would stick his nose out the door and say, we've hit 19, we're full. If you didn't get on board, I'll give you a couple minutes to go grab your skis out of the back. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there, there's, you know, weekends are a little bit, uh, a little bit hairball in that regard because they don't let, you have to buy your stuff ahead of time, but, you know, your ticket on the bus ahead of time, but it's not for a particular bus. It's like generally buying credit
1: to get on, mode of transportation so it's a southwest flight in a it time. is
0: a southwest flight yeah yeah
1: okay yeah. we'll get to know but so
0: but we made it there you know two days yeah. and and you know it's just you got to have sharper elbows and a bigger butt than the guy who's trying to <laughs> get on ahead of you <laughs> well, well
1: i got one of the two <laughs> so That's interesting, Lance, because that that is maybe informing my decision on where to go, because that sounds like a whole lot of monkey business.
0: Well, but I noticed that Sun River had their own separate shuttles because they're coming from a slightly different direction, that cutoff road. So there was Sun River shuttles that I saw pulling in when we were waiting for this, you know, kind of east, what's it called? East Cascades transportation. Um, and Sun River had their own private transportation and uh the, in the old days when i stayed there when i was you know 13 years old it's called you know the 7th mountain now it's called like something different but anyways yeah, that little be- region has um has their own shuttle as well smaller okay
1: yeah but just so, but just for guests of that resort like you couldn't drive there and kind of treat it like right. a parking ride okay
0: right so if you went to if you if you and your family go to <laughs> to sun river right now you know is when you would be inquiring with sun river how you reserve space on their little bus yeah or you could right now go onto the parking app for you know for for
1: mount bachelor and try and get your own parking space okay but i'd start now because that's only a month out well i'm looking at it now so like january 13th and 14th are showing up but then everything else is x'd out and then when I go into February, everything's xed out, but it says you can only reserve them up to seven days out. Right? So that's why they're blacked out there. Mm, oh, but no, no, March, tears. Are, March is showing up. So February is just booked solid. So yes. there's no parking. So man. So that, they let
0: people get 14 days at a time. Seven of them can be yeah. at any time and seven of them are within seven days. Okay. And then the sad thing is like on Saturday, we're skiing. It's a beautiful bluebird day. Very popular day to be there. Obviously high attendance day, and you're up there kind of looking down at the view of the of the mountain and the you know what you know the the lodge area and all that. And there was probably ten percent of the parking spaces available still. Yeah. So you know that's why I say like your well, your idea of the deposit, something to put the skin yeah. in the game, and then
1: yeah, I guess so. And I mean they don't have a whole lot of parking there. I'm just trying to right. balance. Hey, let's, let's put all these people on a bus versus, you know, mm-hmm. I guess they don't want to turn people around at the mountain that have bought tickets. So they're, they're, they're choosing to kind of throttle it at and put the bottleneck to control the crowds at parking versus mm-hmm. it selling tickets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they're an icon pass resort. That's one of the reasons we went there and also because it'd been 20 years since I'd been there. But, um, <clears throat> so you don't have to worry about getting a reservation through the Icon process. Okay, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get on the lift if you have
1: your Icon uh, mm-hmm. pass. Okay, so interesting. Well, let's take our COVID hats off for a second because that's just you know I mean it's the reality of skiing there, and that's
0: yeah. Those are our tips park. of the day for that parking, yeah. parking,
1: parking, <laughs> parking <laughs> but, and uh, shuttles. But as far as the mountain goes, it is fantastic. Where tell me like where did you guys ski? What was the kind of the go-to run for the day um yeah you know, it's, it's been a little while since i've skied there when i had skied there i was my kids were really little and i was doing the you know the lower back strain uh picking them up <laughs> and <laughs> carrying. well them it's
0: there. a great mountain for that clearly um yeah. and you know those areas so so the basic idea with bachelor is we well in our situation we rode a shuttle on our first day of Saturday. So we arrived at, I'm looking at their map right now at the mountain gateway, the West village lodge, which they also call the main lodge. Um, it's where most of the parking is. It's got the pine Martin chair and the old school red lift uh, right out of the parking lot. And so, you know, the vast majority of people are jumping on that pine Martin lift because it kind of is your gateway to any run. Uh, basically any chairlift on the mountain you can get to from that, that, Chair. So if you're riding the chair, chair rider's left is it, it basically the rule of thumb is basically everything gets a little easier the further left you go. Okay. The furthest chair to the left is called Cloud Chaser. And there's a number of blue runs. They're long groomers and they're really fun. And they're uh, they're really well groomed. And then, you know, there's this other one called the the rainbow. I don't think we ever quite rode the rainbow, but there's a, a Uh, terrain park and a number of green runs and also some blue runs but in the middle of all this there's there's you know including the pine martin lift the main artery that i mentioned there's you know five kind of main lifts plus a couple like beginner you know sort of chairs um and in the middle of all that is the summit lift and that kind of has you know it's kind of iconic to um to mount bachelor gets you to the actual very top square inch of of surface of that mountain and what it does is it opens up about 180 degrees of the mountain so th- yeah. this is one of the few mountains i've ever heard of where you
1: can literally
0: ski 360 degrees yeah. of the whole mountain
1: it is it's it's like it's so iconic just this big volcano and yeah it's it's you can just ski down and looking at the the uh, map here you've got a bunch of shoots a bunch of double blacks um and then it looks like they kind of it's like the face of a clock with these lifts going up it yeah um, all the way up to northwest because a- as i recall i mean i've skied this probably 30 years you know i've been going there for the past like 30 years you know every five years or so or whatever um and i remember when they added outback oh yeah it was uh, one of the you know the first detachable high-speed quads out there. And then Northwest looks like it's, you know, even beyond that. And then kind of littered with looks like kind of gladed ski tree at the, uh, tree skiing at the top. Yeah. And then it kind of empties into some nice, nice blue looks like carving runs. Uh, so it looks like you get a lot of vertical for your lift ride there. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, just, if you just stay on, if you don't hit that summit chair, it looks like the Pine Martin chair starts at 6,300 and Mm it ends at. 77 you know so you're you're getting 1500 square or vertical feet of of skiing if that was the only lift you did all day throw in the the summit chair and you're actually getting to the peak and you're at nine thousand. it says on the map at least 9065 feet well keep in mind if you're scheduling a trip there that that summit chair as much terrain as it as it's able to you know get you access to you know, it's above tree lines. So it's a little bit sensitive, as I understand mm-hmm. it, to to shutting down for wind holds and that kind of thing. But yeah, unbelievable yeah. amount of terrain and it opens up.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's something to keep in mind. And fortunately, Bend is such a playground that, you know, if the lifts are on wind hold and, you know, you do something else for the day, go Nordic skiing, go skate skiing, you know, yeah, make snow people. Um, well, you
0: can go. I saw guys surfing in that part of that artificially yeah. like, sort of uh, engineered part of the river. Yeah. Um yeah, there's guys in full wetsuits that were taking turns surfing on on Monday when I was driving through town. So yeah, there no, are nice. you're
1: right. That's a great
0: point. There's something for
1: everyone in that. Yeah, awesome there's town. and if you stay in Sun River, there's a place called the Shark, the Sun River Homeowners, you know, blah blah association. Yeah. But it's an awesome um, they have a heated pool, they've got a <laughs> sledding hill, um, and usually when you run a house anywhere in Sun River you get passes to that so yeah don't rent a house that doesn't have that if you stay in Sun River right absolutely yeah, yeah. that's that's a non-negotiable so yeah uh, yeah yeah definitely a lot of things to do there and then the mountain is kind of just like you, it's you, look it, you're you're going to ski on a trip there don't don't you know misinterpret this to say that it's really susceptible to weather no, no, i will no, no. say that it's some of the windiest days i've ever experienced have been at bachelor i mean it's the, like i said it's a big volcano in the middle of the desert you just get a lot of weather moving in but on yeah. bluebird days the vista you get the view you get is um it's un, un unmatched in the unparalleled mountains.
0: yes unparalleled. well the, the the lifts access about 180 degrees of the mountain yeah so if you're if you're kind of into going on adventures and you're a pretty good skier you know at least single black diamond but hopefully double black diamond you know under your belt at whatever your local mountain is um, if you hit that summit lift and you're you know you're you're in adventure mode and you go up over the top um, you, you really can't go wrong you're gonna you know they, they call it on the map backside bowls. I'm sure every little yeah. nook and cranny has a name but there's this, really, it's half the fun, actually, is at the very end of it, you, you're, you know, maybe a little bit sweaty and tired and fatigued and a little bit of adrenaline from skiing some pretty intense runs. They have this, this like, belt that goes around the whole thing called the, the catch line. Yeah. And so, depending on which of the sides you're on, you know, you're probably going to end up over on the... the um, the, what's
1: it called? Northwest lift or whatever it's called. Yeah. The, yeah. Northwest know. or outback, man. Yeah. If, if I were going to daydream in class and like design a ski resort, I think this is probably what I'd come <laughs> up with. It's worth checking out the map of yeah, you know, Mountbatchelor.com or whatever their website is. Yeah. It, it, it's really cool that you can pretty much, ski, I mean, no other resort I know of, can you hit the backside of a peak and still get back without having to take <laughs> right that'll like northway at crystal mountain back in the day so yeah very,
0: well very cool why don't i report real quickly on some of the COVID ob- observations i made um if you're going there this year um i understand that mount bachelor that someone there is the person who coined the phrase or the word car lodge all one word that if you can get parking yeah treat your car as the lodge at bachelor there's there's some dining um they, it, it's kind of it's it's really kind of sad narrative on on covid when you're at the pine martin lodge which is at the top of the pine martin chair it's got these great views and it's gigantic i don't know i'm guessing 20,000 square feet and three different floors but it's just, it's part of it's a little bit of a warming hut and the bathrooms are open and that's about it yeah you know and so if you're going to bring a lunch you know stick something in your pocket or your backpack and eat up there if you got a decent view day down at the Mountain Gateway you know the main lodge they had um, one restaurant open on the deck and so you know that's like we've talked about in previous episodes if it's not snowing or raining or whatever great it's an ideal place to eat and they had really good food we ate there really good food and really good service and a really friendly waiter and prompt and all that sort of stuff but if that's not the case otherwise in the parking lot they have like two or three food trucks you know and Mm -hmm. and um, and a lot of people you know eating out of their pocket so good deal. did they have a giant umbrella no giant umbrella like like our home mountain has they had consistent architecture throughout (laughs) um but one of their food trucks was kind of funny their, their food like i saw this kid walking by and I, I just couldn't help myself i said what is that thing and he said they're dumplings <laughs> and so they had this like food truck this dumplings and they had different yeah. like pizza dumplings
1: and like i don't know they're about the it's, size of a softball <laughs> it's oregon man it's foodie town right you got yeah there was a yeah. grilled cheese one uh, it seems
0: like <laughs> they sh- there should be. Yeah, they had.
1: um Yeah, no, they they
0: had. You know, like a kind of Subaru-sponsored, really nice-looking one that was actually up next to the lodge that had, you know, whatever sandwiches and and yeah. coffee and lattes and stuff. But um there was no shortage of people there, so yeah. you know, um, they must be finding some place to eat, whether it's those places we've just mentioned or their car lodge as we've called it
1: how was uh lift lines and things they did the the lifts move people around the mountain pretty well were um you know precautions yeah. and everything and social distancing was it still able were you we still able to efficiently get in yeah. the lift and did it feel any different than typical non-COVID? yeah
0: like i mean it, it felt consistent with other areas management of the covid era in other mm. words They had, uh, you know, typical chairs, I think were all four person detachable quads for the most part. And they didn't force you to ride with anyone else. There was two of us there together. We'd hop on it together and they, you know, they wouldn't stick a single on with us or anything like that. Um, They had several um, lines leading up to the funnel, as I would call it. And those weren't as spread in width from each other as they have at crystal mountain this year. So it, I didn't feel like it was dangerously close to one another. Um, but they, they were a little narrower. Um, they did have, you know, like a separate kind of shoot between each line that, you know, no one's in and maybe occasionally someone's walking through saying, you know, cover your nose or whatever. Um, I felt like the, the people the the skiers weren't as, um, Weren't as conscientious, um, you know. You'd feel more people kind of climbing on the backs of your skis when you're in the lift mm-hmm. line. Whereas at Crystal Mountain, I have felt that people are generally giving yeah. you an extra foot or something between skis. Um, but but yeah, overall, it felt like they were taking decent care to to make sure that people are staying safe from COVID.
1: Definitely. Well well good. And it's it's but they're still maintaining efficiency, and you're still able able to get your laps in. And yeah, that's awesome. Well kind of like out of out of 10 what what would you give this resort you know at its best compared you know the stack ranking it in in the northwest if you're looking at you know a trip to like family what i'm trying to think about what resorts i'd put in this bucket because it's i think it's pretty close to i don't know uh like silver mountain yeah I, Maybe, or Baker, probably Baker, because you it's the same situation at Baker where you've got you know no no lodging at the hill, of course, you don't have Bend up there, Bellingham's a pretty cool town, but it is, but um, it's a ways away,
0: well, you know what Mike, I would put it in the same boat as any major resort, what it's lacking is on the mountain accommodations, yeah, you definitely. know i I would put it um its it's got a comp- it's it's not comparable to Sun Valley, but it's got everything that Sun Valley has to offer you know, in Sun Valley actually doesn't really have like a ski in ski out environment, but um, it's got long groomer runs. It's got several terrain parks, you know, for your, your um, athletic kids. (laughs) Um, It's got, you know, steep stuff. It's got long groomers. It's got comfortable lodges during non-COVID years where you can enjoy, you know, good meals and all that. So I, I would call it, Probably the most significant resort in the north in the Pacific Northwest. If that's, I guess, you know, you're
1: starting to get a little bit south in the Cascade Range at that point. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I'd agree with you, and I, I think it's. um I guess what I'm trying to do is say it's it's got everything that a lot of like you know your vales your Aspens, your Sun Valleys have. But I'm just looking at lift ticket prices now, and if you want to go, if you're an adult and you want to ski there this Saturday, you're going to pay 116 bucks, which uh-huh. I don't get sticker shock at that on a vacation. No. You know, skiing, no. so and it looks like 98 midweek. So, you know, reasonable mountain um with the with the car lodge now, you know, you're going to save money there. That's yeah. a nice side effect, it, you know. It it's, is an excellent mountain. There's no question yeah. about it. I mean, you know, our
0: listeners know cuz we always talk about how old we are and stuff. We've been skiing for more than a few years and we can, you know, there's not much we can't ski and i wouldn't balk at going here on a yeah trip with a bunch of serious guy skiers you know or Mm -hmm. at the same time i wouldn't balk going there with you know my if i had
1: one you know a three-year-old or a four-year-old i mean it's it's
0: got something for everybody
1: yeah i think that's true and i think that's you know something that like a you know like a red mountain or a whistler or a baker i mean they they all have their different pluses and minuses but yeah you're right uh bachelor seems to do it all well so well
0: it's nice to have all those dining options in bend Mm -hmm. um you know Kristen and i were we were able to go to a mexican restaurant in a nice part of town that had um a big patio with lots of heaters and it kind of felt like we were able to go out to dinner for
1: once (laughs) you know yeah yeah, we uh, we went to a steakhouse for dinner and it was before, you know, it was it was when you could still eat indoors distanced and um they were just starting to put the tents outside and the heaters Oh, Right. Uh, so, really good steakhouse there by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything. I mean, it's hard not to go to Deschutes Brewery. That's kind of been my go-to. That's a great one. Downtown. Yeah. Their, their pulled pork sandwich is like awesome. I mean, I know yeah, that's, this- like a vanilla thing to order, but it was, it's really good.
0: Well, there's something about Deschutes Brewery too. They they have more uh, micro brews per capita than any
1: city in the U.S. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I just, you're starting to see like coffee shops open inside of breweries, open inside of beard oil factories there. I mean, it, it's insane. So,
0: yeah. Have you been to Crux? No. Yeah. That's a good one. It's over on the, uh, it's kind of like almost underneath the highway, but um. Yeah. Good. Great options. You can't go wrong with the beer choices in town. There's tons of different. Yeah. Um. Different accommodations too. You can stay there for dirt cheap, or you can stay at the nicest. You know, private yeah. rental, or or you can get uh um, you know, really nice suites in some of the hotels around town. So. You, you know, you kind of can't go wrong. There's something for every budget. I stayed in an interesting place, Mike. It was called the Lodge Camp, but they didn't spell lodge the way we normally do. That sounds like a yurt.
1: You know
0: <laughs> a yurt? Well, L O G E. It's kind of a new chain, or they 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 have like four or five places that they've um, rescued <laughs> from being, you know, uh, torn a down courtyard. roadhouses or something, and. Okay. You know, it, it's kind of funny because obviously we're not sponsored by any of these people, but I, I had stayed there once before with my younger son and and um, where they're strong at this lodge camp is in their community features. So they have like lots of um, fire pits and, yeah. you know, like party lights up outside and, and in the summer they have music and they sell beer and, and they're on the way back from Bachelor and they sell lattes in the morning and all that um so so their marketing and their little like like um shtick you know makes you sort of proud to be there but there's nothing fancy about it it's you know they're they're very kind of basic at best inside
1: well that's what you're looking for right i mean when you're on a ski trip sometimes especially if you're really there to ski you know and then it's nice to have a place outside and heaters and Right, kind of more of that community thing. Um, I was just getting back to restaurants. This place we ate at was called Boss Taurus B O S. I'm gonna give them a shout out because it was right. a great As well. restaurant, yeah. Um, and, and I'm hoping maybe that they'll want us to come by and do a, a more in depth review. But really, <laughs> yeah, really good steakhouse. Um, is it right in downtown? Uh, yeah, it's, it's right in downtown there, <laughs> and it was funny because. Uh, the people I was with, we were, you know, waiting for our table. And it's like, yeah, the, the guys that uh, started Tinder um, own this place. <laughs> really? Was yeah. like, oh, wow. The guys that started Tinder, man, that's okay. Yeah, there's tech people here in Bend. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> and so I started asking the waiter, so, so this is owned by the Tinder guys, huh? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And I had missed, because of masks, I had misheard my coworker telling me that it was the, the guys that owned 10 Barrel. Which is oh, which the is brewery? brewery in town. So, <laughs> so it went from like you know Elon Musk status to like, uh, you know, still, still cool. But uh, I was like, wow, <laughs> but not as legendary, not as legendary. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, I'll good. give a
0: couple shoutouts. We ate at La Rosa, L.A. Space Rosa, R.O.S.A. A Mexican restaurant, and uh, it it was great. That's when I said we were on the patio, and the other one was a little more probably iconic. Bend and i'm tired of using that word i'll try not to use it the rest of the show um how about authentic authentic band and it was An called authentic northwest ipa <laughs> <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it was called cabin 22 and it's like okay. gotta have a it, number in it ever it, since
1: it, blink 182 everything has to a
0: everything's number. gotta have a number since like what was that COVID 19 when's it gonna stop yeah no uh cabin 22 is right on kind of that main strip um uh, in Ben and it's by a couple ski shops and all that, but it's got a outdoor, you know, fire pits and all that stuff. And it, we ordered pizza to go and had a beer while we waited. And you can tell it's got a good, you know, local vibe um, during normal times. And uh, the local vibe was all just outdoors because of the restrictions right now. But, um, but yeah,
1: two good places where where we really enjoyed ourselves. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking up. Uh, there's a taco place we went to that was r- absolutely unbelievable um and i feel like i should give them a shout out as well what's funny though is i just googled tacos bend oregon and i've got like 27 hits so was it kind uh, of a was it next door to a starbucks you you remember that part of it no it was kind of out in like uh gosh out outside of downtown a little bit like kind of in more of a neighborhood like it was next to like a butcher shop and
0: um like rendering plant
1: and it, it's kind of like one of those neighborhoods that have kind of like the this this the, facing the streets you know houses that have been converted to retail and then okay. like behind those houses are you know residential but uh what was that place called someone okay. from bend is screaming at their phone right now yeah and they should um, just
0: call in and and, yeah, so oh, it, you know, we haven't even mentioned that kind of stuff. Our phone number. Or <laughs> no, which I always have to look up before I read
1: it on the show. Do you have it handy?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 253-260-4577. If you have any band tips, any insider local info, let us know, man. We'll shout it out on the next episode that we,
1: that we uh, record after this one, uh, this one airs. Yeah, call call the hotline, give uh, your tips. I mean, Bend is kind of, it's it's a really cool ski town. There's so much to do, so much to explore there. Um, can't recommend it enough. And I really think this is where we're going to end up for our midwinter break trip. So we'll have well, to I hope you do.
0: Like your kids that. will never forget it. And you know what? The old red chair, like there is one chair right next to the Pine Martin chair. Red chair is like a three-person non, you know, it's just like a slow chair, right? It doesn't do Yeah. T- and, um, it's, it's cool. You know, I love riding on pieces of history, although it's a three person chair. So that seems new to me because those were brand new when I was like in, I don't know, seventh grade, but at any rate, um, the, that's the first place I ever skied in one of those NASTAR races. Remember
1: those? Oh yeah. I have a, you know what, dude, I know <laughs> our viewers can't see this. I have a NASTAR medal in my I bag.
0: have one sitting right next to me too. <laughs> a Hang on. Can you grab your NASTAR medal? I will. Just a sec. <laughs> All right, grab it, grab it. Hold on, I got mine, it's right here. I got my black comb pin, too. <laughs> I've got my Mount Bachelor bronze from the first day I'm showing it to you, Mike, right there, baby. From the oh first time God. I skied it, I was. Okay, and actually, here's the other thing about Bachelor maybe this is why it's got a sweet spot in my heart it's the first place I ever skied by myself, my family. When I was in middle school took a trip during spring break to Sun River and they I think pretty much they had all said we quit and they didn't ski anymore and I said well I really want to go and my mom let me get on the Sun River shuttle up to Mount Bachelor alone and I skied alone and traveled alone and it was,
1: uh, it, it was a, a coming of age moment. You know what Lance when you run for president and you've got to give that kind of you know get to know you speech I think that'd be a great anecdote to use. <laughs> I think it would be. I remember true. as a young skier. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm seeing yeah, here that I have three NASTAR from Mount Bachelor. It's me,
1: I, I'm really impressed that you produced here so quickly. I know mine is, is here somewhere and I'll have it. I'll have it for the next show anyway yeah, i'm sure I this is really compelling content i
0: believe you you don't have to prove it i believe you're you you're a man of integrity your well, word the is the important part now is that i have bond. to
1: show you that it's silver and not bronze you got a silver i, got I a only silver. got
0: one silver but i got mine at crystal mountain that's <laughs> well, right here <laughs> i'm Never showing course. you that one now <laughs> well um mike what else what is there anything else you'd, you'd say about um well I, I got one tip if you're gonna drive okay. from seattle area portland whatever down. There's a place in Sandy called Joe's Donuts. You need okay. to go oh, there. Yeah. you got to go to Joe's Donuts. That. It's red and white brick or like cinder block. It's cool. It looks like a big checkerboard. You've got to stop at Joe Donuts. You probably need to go to the bathroom or something by the time you get there anyways. Yep. Um, it's about, you know, when you turn on Waze and you, and you uh, start planning your trip, you know, when you leave the driveway, it's about five and a half hours from where we live in Gig Harbor. Probably about six from Seattle um add in a bathroom stop or gas up or whatever it's a six-hour drive always seems to end up being a six-hour drive has that been your Um, experience
1: yeah it's yeah six hours and you know yeah but there's there's stops along the way and and you kind of we've done that trip a lot we go there in the summer a lot too so yeah that's a great um, summer
0: place and and coming back
1: to like the seattle tacoma area in the summer you can kind of you know cut through hit hood river, you know, go stay. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Hood river is just as great. Yeah. We, we've done that before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely. I I'm trying to think if I have any tips, uh, you know, the one I mentioned earlier, if you're staying in sun river, make sure you're at a house that has passes to the shark yep. you know, post COVID that'll be a, a great place to be. Yeah. Um,
0: those shuttle tickets that I talked about, you have to buy them ahead of time. They don't want to exchange your dirty money during COVID and they're 20 bucks round trip per person.
1: Okay perfect so um what else any like, other yeah I, you know that's uh gosh I think we've kind of covered it pretty well um I think the next thing is for Mount Bachelor to send us a couple tickets to go well, back yeah and check it yeah. Out again.
0: <laughs> yeah no it, it, the one thing that I will say also is we've made it through the Christmas you know rush where the the mountains are just inundated with you know humans and I got to say the lift operators were still extremely
1: friendly and nice. uh, yeah, that's always a good sign. Awesome. Um, are you going to be wearing your NASTAR pin? Cause I'm thinking once I find mine, I, we should bring those back out. <laughs> that, that would be,
0: that would be a good conversation piece in the lift line. <laughs> We might be able to pull out the recorder and get a few more, uh,
1: skier interviews. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So well, maybe is this the appropriate time in the show to introduce our our new segment? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your idea for this new segment. I'm excited about it. We're going long on this one. We're on a roll here. So we're giving you an, an extra long bonus episode here. But, uh, so what I'm thinking of is a segment called, and I went through a lot of different names. I arrived at Huck It or Chuck It, right? So this is, we'll take a topic, um, you know cat tracks, rear entry ski boots, uh Rosignal, and then <laughs> each of us will have an opportunity to say "Huck it, that's good, thumbs up, you know, remember to huck means to send it get some air to be get some air or or chuck it, which means to throw it in the recycle bin so um I got a couple written down here. I think for our very first huck it or chuck it and wait, you know, wait, let me,
0: let me just interject okay. it one more time for your huck it or chuck it. Give us a call. All right. right. It's two, five, three, two, six, zero, four, five, seven, seven.
1: And we're on the gram. Now we are on the so gram. Hit, hit us on the gram. Uh, we are what on the lift podcast, on so the Lyft just, podcast, h- hit us a hashtag, baby. Yep. You'll see our orange <laughs> logo with the, uh, lovely, ski lift on it, indicating that we are the on the lift podcast. So yeah, send us a message with, uh, your Huck it or Chuck it hashtag Huck it or Chuck it. Uh, yeah. And we'll also <laughs> announce like when we're on the mountain and we'll have a pocket full of, um, beef jerky and on the lift stickers. So if you want a sticker, <laughs>
0: That's find right. us and
1: we'll give you one. Um, okay. Huck it or Chuck it. So the, the very first one is going to be, uh, let's see here. Okay. Dropping F-bombs in the lift line. Huck it or chuck it? Chuck it. Do I have to explain? Yeah, you gotta kind of have to laugh. Yeah,
0: at. you know, at, at the end of the day, this is a family sport. Mike, you know, I've raised my kids skiing. I resent the... Uh, not so much the 13-year-old who's doing that, yeah. but the 47-year-old who's doing that. You know, I, I mean, I've always believed in... Learned and believed that your vocabulary is indicative of your intelligence. And so, come on, inspire our kids. Don't,
1: don't like cheapen this sport. I'm right there with you. Chuck it. And I just, I've only started noticing it recently <laughs> that like anywhere I go with my kids, and it's not, look, am I approved? I'm not approved. I'm not, I'm no, a prude. me either. But when I'm, when I've got, you know, my 11 year old next to me, or there's people with, you know, little kids, come on guys. And it's, you know, typically it's, it's someone vaping as well. And you you kind of know that in Democratic, the lift line yeah. in the lift, like vaping in the lift line. Okay. But I agree with you. I'll, I'll hear it from like, you know, the guy with, uh, goggles over glasses guy. And I'm like, no offense to people who wear goggles over their glasses. <laughs> I'm, close. <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> next year <laughs> but you know if if you're an adult I'm never gonna tell you that you can't swear and I think if you're ever hanging out with someone and they say whoa hey language that's someone you need to not hang out with that's that's a Tom Segura joke that's not my <laughs> right, okay. but that being said in the lift line I I definitely have to chuck it and I would I'll fight anybody that says hucking on that one
0: yeah and and those guys who like if you say dude I got kids or something like sort of gentle like that their super intelligent response is always, oh, it's not like they're gonna they're not gonna hear it anyways,
1: you know. It just cheapens the whole experience. So it does. It does. So definitely chuck it. Um I got one more. Uh that, that we can ride out on here. Hot après ski drinks. So I'm talking your hot toddies, <laughs> your Irish coffees, going into the lodge. And okay, so you're, you're the first, you're the first one to warm Springs and you've texted Hey guys, boots hurting. I'm I'm going to go in and get us a table and you, <laughs> you, you pull in and you order a, I don't know, let's, let's call it an Irish coffee. Okay. I'm, so, so I'm down there
0: with a coffee cup and a, and my pinky sticking out. <laughs> there's a, there's my, a cinnamon, there's a cinnamon stick involved. <laughs> Some whipped cream, some nutmeg, and and I'm not there with, you know, it, the 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 hypothetical you're posing is not with one's wife or girlfriend. Well,
1: see, that takes it in a different direction, and yeah, that's an excellent point. Context matters. So I'm let me. I was lead, that was a leading question. So I'll move to strike the context and just say a hot app, hot après ski drinks, sustained, sustained. You know, sustain. um, your honor, I strenuously object. Uh, what, what would you, uh, what, what huck it or chuck it on, on the hot Apri drinks? Uh, chuck it.
0: <laughs> if you're not holding a PBR or a Rainier, when the guys show up, you just blew it. That's it's kind of like showing up. It's kind of like showing up with a polo, <laughs> a with leather polo, polo with jacket, jacket okay. at the
1: large Apri ski. Touche, there, Rostamon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, well, so you guys get the idea. I, I don't know. I, I let us know if you like the idea, and if you do like the idea, please send us something to either Huck or Chuck, and we'll, we uh, might even call you and ask you to help us through the through whatever you send in. That's right. That's right. Because it's uh, it's it's these debates that need to be settled um, on the lift and and on the drive up to the mountains. So that's right yeah well i boy i think we covered a lot of ground um got some great episodes coming up we're gonna talk a little bit more about powder magazine here soon Um, we're
0: still gonna get jeff on to talk about snow guns we got that coming up soon
1: and what else we were gonna i've got a a commitment from
0: colin to he's done his avalanche training and he's ready to talk to us about the follow-up so that's gonna be a great conversation good Uh, he's a student and he's busy studying so he wasn't available tonight but we'll do it soon studying okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: awesome well hey have a great week guys and uh, keep your tips up give keep us a call let us up. know how you're
0: um yeah one more time on that 253-260-253-260-4577 or hit us up on the gram all
2: right we have been on the lift and our tips are up and we're out of here bye On the Lift Podcast is a production of Runaway Dumpster, LLC. Visit us at ontheliftpodcast.com, where you can listen to back episodes of the podcast. You'll also find show notes, feedback box, and our call-in number.